Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another special bonus episode of Cinematography for Actors. We are here live at the TCL Chinese Theater in the VIP Lounge at the 19th Annual Oscar Qualifying Holly Shorts Film Festival. Yes. You've got me, your host, Brianna Wang, as well as Haley Royal here. Hi, everyone. We're sitting here with Kamishia Wooten, who is the director of Choices, and Christine McAuliffe, who is the editor. And I'm actually really excited. We've had people who ended up editing by happenstance, mm. but we haven't had an editor mm-hmm. yet who was like, that's my job, and that's all I did. And I'm really excited to talk about that. Yes. All right. So will you two tell us a little logline for your film? Um, Choices is a film about three teen girls who come together underneath their high school bleachers and await pregnancy test results. They all have the result they're waiting for? Just one. Okay. Just one, but it's um, their um, childhood friends Mm -hmm. who reunite. Uh Um, And it is about bonding and sisterhood and also freedom of choice. (laughs) Right. Love that. This can be a big thing. Wow, choices. It's called choices. Yes. Okay. Did you shoot the entire thing under bleachers? Is that? No, almost. (laughs) Um, It was supposed to take place in the bathroom, but we shot like during the height of Omicron. Okay. And Um. um, not enough ventilation. (laughs) Brilliant. So we was like, okay, where can we shoot this? Um, that is safe for our crew and also adhere to the rules of the motion picture rules for uh-huh. COVID. Yeah. And um, so I was like, okay, I used to hang out underneath the school bleachers <laughs> in high school. So let's find some bleachers and do it there. And um, when we got there, we're like, okay, we can literally add layers to the story by playing around with the whole space. Right. So we start out underneath the bleachers, and then we move outside mm-hmm. as they get closer to a resolve. Right. And then we just go out to the football field towards the end. And um, so the location had its own story. Okay. Wow, so you start out thinking you were going to intend to film it in a bathroom in a contained space indoors, and then you move outdoors. Mm-hmm. So that must have changed your shot list, your prep work, everything. Mm-hmm. And now, had you guys already linked up in pre-production knowing you're going to work together or when and what was the process of you guys working together i think pre-production right pre-production yeah Mm -hmm. uh i was also the dit on set so um i got to be there for the whole shoot that was my next question because that's great because you might be thinking one way you're going to edit Mm -hmm. it but you were there from the beginning of this massive change Mm -hmm. so in the back of your mind you're thinking about the new ways you're gonna edit it yeah yeah, uh, especially because when they're shooting, I am not doing my job as a DIT, so I get to be on set and watch everyone work, um, and is really interesting. I love the framework, and I love how they pivoted with the production design, um, and there's some graffiti underneath the bleachers that worked out well for us. Um, actually, I don't know if that was put there by you or it was there. It was production design. Oh, okay, well... <laughs> Kudos to production they design. Had it locked up. <laughs> That's they, they didn't let the students underneath. The students that went to the high school, oh. so they had it locked up. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So we added our own like production design. That oh, makes sense. Worked, a lot of mischief gets up <laughs> as under an, the bleachers. As an editor on set, mm-hmm. what types of things are you thinking about or maybe pre-planning as you're watching the takes? Are you in the back of your mind thinking, I'll cut it together this way? Or do you wait, step away, and then wait till you have all the footage? A combination of the two. Um, 
But what really worked out in the editing of this film is that it's a, you know, a situation like this is very constricting. So when we're underneath the bleachers, there's bars everywhere. It's like we're in a little cage. And then when we're coming out to resolution, we're up against it. And then when we're out on the football field, it's like blue skies everywhere. Um, And I really love that visually. Um, So it more inspired me when I was editing the film. And actually, I wanted her on set due to past <laughs> experiences of like getting into the editing room and be like oh snap mm. um, how are we going to make this work yeah that's uh, a great point so I was like hey can you be on set at all like can we you know bring you on as a, a DIT and um, there was one scene we did not shot list and purposefully because we wanted I wanted it to be free and flowing um, mm-hmm. and we used a steady cam um, and so oh, yeah. I was like, okay, Christine, this is the one where I need you, like, literally right here. Because, um, you know, I want you to let me know if there's anything I missed for us to be able to edit the shot. And right. she called out, okay, I need a, I need a transition shot. So um, it was yeah. beautiful to have her on set for that particular scene. And actually my favorite scene, by the way. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, she was there. It was perfect. She's like, okay, I need you to tilt up so we can um, transition out of the scenes and so we got that yeah. because That's of so her being on you're yeah. doing a little bit of continuity as well, <laughs> it sounds like. oh yeah continuity um is definitely something that is lacking in a lot of the films i work on so right. i was really grateful to be able to be there on set to see everything come together that's wonderful so kamishia how did you go about casting because these were teen teens that you ended up working with yeah yeah i i'm um, actually work with the casting director okay mm. um julianne Gaybert, hopefully I said her name correctly, um, because initially when it was going to take place in a bathroom, I needed really strong performances. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was like, I need actors who can pull this off really well and not rely on other bells and whistles. Yeah. And so um, I, I wanted to really push hard on that. And so I worked with the casting director to like really you know, go out and get me the best talent, and I'm so happy I did because I got oh, yeah. some really strong performance. Yeah. Did and you work with your talent uh, in any sort of rehearsal before you started shooting? How did you get them all on the same page? I, to be honest with you, I feel like I got super lucky. <laughs> we had one that. one rehearsal day, <laughs> one. budgeted, and um, everything went wrong. I was <laughs> hunting down cheerleading uniform because the UPS refused to, like, come up the steps. So I had to go figure out where the stop was. So I missed, like, half the day. Oh <laughs> and so I had, like, a few hours. to. Re- we, we were only able to rehearse one scene mm. on our rehearsal day. But the girls um, were meeting each other. They had wings and pizza, and they, like, bonded. And when I got there... For the rehearsal, it was like they knew each other. Mm. That's great. Yeah, and the Happy chemistry accident. was the chemistry yeah, right? was there. Good. Was. Wait, that mm-hmm. maybe that's how we do it from now on. Just pretend <laughs> you're gonna be late. <laughs> <laughs> Teenagers figure it out. <laughs> had they had a lot of experience on camera before? Or were they coming from the theater mostly? I'm not sure. You know what their ages really are, but did you find you you were having more? technical conversations with them about camera and steady cam and distance or was a lot of performance conversations or maybe both um i would say they are pretty early in their careers i won't tell how old they are (laughs) um they have done some stuff there was one who was this was her first like bigger projects Mm -hmm. and um but she had great instincts so her instincts were so like it was she was gifted <laughs> and yeah. so um there was some guidance given through the process 
Um, but I feel like they were experienced enough to get it. And I also talked with them a lot about the story and making sure they understood it, um, getting them to relate, you know, based off their own personal experiences. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like, yeah, it was more of, um, because they had so much chemistry, I don't think it was hard to give them direction. The direction was very small. Or making sure the balance, because it was a comedy drama mm-hmm. um, you know, with a, a subject dealing with a subject matter that is normally told in a traumatic way, but this was not. So I think making sure they understood that and, and being able to nail that balance, I think, was kind of where most of the direction went. Mm-hmm. When you guys fully wrapped, what was the next step for you guys? How long between wrapping that last shot till that first meeting or maybe the editor's cut? You know, what was then the process like for you after? Because we don't. <laughs> get to ask those yeah. questions it was yeah. quick because we we it was a part of the women in film google shorts lab oh mm-hmm. wow okay. so we had a deadline i think we had five weeks five weeks wow yeah. so immediately was it like the next day you're yeah. like okay now yeah. we're just gonna gotta, upload gotta this gotta and see what we've got right in that room yep. <laughs> wow and roe v wade had not um the clarence thomas opinion came out our second day of shooting oh so we knew it was became way more important than what it was and i was not going to rewrite the script yeah um but we were like okay we got to edit the hell out of this thing Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and figure out a way to make it impactful during this time where we feel like the world needs something like this yeah exactly well Um, thank you Wow. <laughs> so how long did it take you to get from that first cut to the final cut? So I think it was the assembly cut, so Kamisha could see what we had, and then there's two rough cuts, and then we really sat down for two intense editing sessions. Um, I have an editing bay in my house, so we're just, like, going to work. Yep, all, um, like, long, yeah. long, long days. hot day. Long day. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my... Yeah, my AC situation is the best. <laughs> a lot of um, bonding happening. Yeah. So you screened yesterday. So unfortunately, if you're at the festival, you missed it. But not really, because it's also on the virtual festival, BitPix. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and have a look. Even if you're not around, sounds like this is definitely something you should be trying to catch. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. So exciting. Well yeah. done. Thank you. And we'll see everyone else very soon. See ya. Bye guys. This has been another episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast. Follow us on wherever you listen to your podcast to keep up to date on new episode releases. We will be live through August 20th here at Holly Shorts Film Fest. If you're here, drop in and say a little hello at the VIP lounge. We also want to thank our sponsors, Apogee, Film Tools, Roscoe, Lightstone Rentals, Canon, and First Mile Tech. As a special gift to you listeners, we partnered with We Make Movies to get you a discount on comprehensive production insurance packages. Use code CFA23 on your intake form for 10% off your quote by visiting wemakemovies.org insurance. If you missed any of our live streams, you can watch all of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Cinematography for Actors. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Cinematography for Actors. You can also catch us in a more formal setting on Monday, August 14th at Japan House for a panel discussion on the importance of bridging the gap between talent and crew. You can get 20% off of your ticket purchase by using the code HSFF2023CFA at checkout. Thanks.